Today on Body, Mind, Spirit with Christopher Times, me, I want to talk a minute about, a few minutes about God's agenda in the universe. What is God up to? What is God up to? Uh, and I'll just say that there are lots of strange things going on. Uh, lots of strange things that have been going on throughout the ages. I know you get a lot of people on radio, on different media that talks about this to try to scare you to death, basically. Um, and, you know, there are lots of books and things like that. I remember this movie called Left Behind series. I think Tim LaHaye wrote a book and there's a movie about it and Kurt Cameron was in the movie and all of that. But all of that stuff is really not biblical. It's not um, authentic uh, with regard to God's word, right? A lot of people paint doomsday scenarios for one reason, and that is basically to incite people to do what we call doomsday prepping. Uh, and they try to say and proclaim, oh, the end of the world is coming. You know, kind of like the sky is falling. The sky is chicken little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And the sky never really falls. Uh, that's what this stuff is. Um, the truth is, and scripture tells us, and I consider scripture, the Bible, as the authority, just because it's never really proven to be wrong, and I believe it's the inspired word of God. Um, scripture tells us that Jesus even said that he doesn't know the day or the hour of his return, um, which, quote unquote, is the remaking of the earth, right? Changing it from the state that it's in now to a higher state. So that's kind of interesting that people want to always say that they know what's going to happen. The truth is they don't know. The truth is they don't have any clue. They don't have a clue about what's going on but they try to make money off of your fear. That's important to remember, is that people try to make money off of your fear. They try to scare you to death and all of that kind of stuff. I would say the best thing in the world to do is just to live your life, you know? Practice love and practice acceptance. Practice patience, kindness, right? Dwell on those good things. And just forget about the stuff that people are saying every day. You can't control it anyway. You know, what if the day would end in the next five minutes? You, there's nothing you could do about it. So uh, just keep that in mind. If you guys are hearing stuff and seeing stuff on the news, on YouTube or wherever you get your information from, just remember the people who are saying all these things negative about, you know, the sky is falling, it's the end of the world, and all that kind of stuff. They don't really know what they're 
talking about. Um, God hadn't proclaimed that. And I'll say it for this reason, that there's lots of actual evidence that the earth has been remade many times over. So it is coming to uh, a state of being to where whoever, whoever is on the earth, right, have somehow contaminated it and the earth has been destroyed and remade several times. And all you got to do is look at the evidence. What evidence, Chris? Okay, there's evidence about, you know, uh, there's this axe that somebody dug up out of one of the mountains in West Virginia. And the axe literally was encased in rock. Actually, I said an axe, I meant a hammer. It was a big hammer, and it was encased in rock. Hmm. The rock that basically encased this hammer, they dated it. And I don't remember what date that was on it, but it was very, very old. Like hundreds of thousands of years old. Where did that come from? I, there's another case that they found a... A screw, same thing, encased in rock in those same mountains. Well, uh, where'd that screw come from? It was of very good quality. Uh, and so where did it come from, right? Uh, so, you know, there's a lots of things there. Just kind of pay attention to them because they kind of tell a story, right? And that story is far different from these doomsdayers stories. I know they talk about revelation and apocalypse and all of that stuff. And every culture has got some kind of story like that. And that, that's, that's probably true. But the way that it's been told or interpreted rather is probably not true. Uh, and you got to remember when people tell stories... They tell stories with, you know, regard to and relation to what's going on around them in that day, right? So if I told a story about my iPad and my iPhone and my smart TV and all of this stuff, right? And I told a story about that and I wrote it down. And in, say, 10,000 years later, somebody finds that story that I, that I wrote, and they start reading that story, they won't have an idea, a clue at all about what I am talking about when I'm talking about an iPad, iPhone, and smart TV, and all that stuff. Well, the people that I'm writing to during that time that I wrote whatever that letter is, they would all understand because it's a part of their everyday life, right? And so that's kind of how the Bible is when it comes to a lot of these stories and apocalyptic literature. The stories that are there are meant to make sense 
to the people who were reading those stories at that time. So think about it. Uh, a lot of your New Testament or the new part of your Bible, the second part of your Bible, was written 2,000 years ago. That's a long time. And then the Old Testament's a lot older than that, 3,000 years, right? So what, what does that tell you about the stories, the apocalyptic stories in there? They're really old, and they won't make sense to you if you don't understand the context of what's been said, right? So keep that in mind. Um, I do have thoughts about how God's been working with human beings. Uh, I'll share them on another podcast. But suffice to say uh, with this one, hey, you know, let's practice love. Let's practice patience. Let's practice kindness, right? Relationships with each other. Let's try to make those the best that we can, right? Let's love each other. Let's accept each other for who we are, right? Those things we should be focusing on. Even Jesus said that. Uh, so keep that in mind. And uh, hopefully this helps. This is, I think, God's agenda is for human beings just to get along and for uh, us to follow his golden rule, right? And that's basically to love everybody and treat each other right. All right, y'all have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You know, God is not angry at the world. He's not trying to destroy the world. But the universe, the world is responding to disorder, chaos, right? Confusion. And so it's out of order. It, it happened at the beginning, uh, the very beginning. Uh, and that's kind of where the story picks up in Genesis 1-1, right? In the Bible, the Holy Bible. And so we get a lot of things going on today and during this age let me put it that way and you know I do believe and I think the scriptures point to it that there have been many cycles or ages of, of, of not humans but a sort of people you know like maybe angelic beings and other cultures other beings living and existing on this planet throughout the ages. They said, you know, they really don't know how old the earth is. They really don't. They don't know how old the universe is. Although people try to say, theologians try to say that the earth is only 6,000 years old. I don't believe that. And that's because you've got all your genetic testing, your, you know, all of your carbon dating and other things to point to something totally different, right? And like I mentioned in the other segment, people have found hammers encased in rock inside of a mountain, like while they're doing coal mining. Well, how did that get there? Where did it come from? That kind of thing just goes against 
this paradigm that I know religious circles, theologians have put forth as a theory. It's not fact, it's theory. That, hey, these things are going on because X, Y, Z, right? And they try to make you terrified and say that the world's going to end. Could end tomorrow. Well, it very well could end tomorrow. But it might not, right? All of these people are selling, you know, these doomsday scenarios, right? And they're using what we call apocalyptic literature in the Bible, like Revelation and Ezekiel and Daniel, to to say, hey, this is what the Bible says. Well, the Bible does talk about the end of the age. That's true. I give them that. However, a lot of things that theologians and people who, you know, study apocalyptic literature try to say, that ain't what God's saying in the Bible. Right? Even Jesus said that I don't know the day or the hour of my return, which is in apocalyptic literature that Jesus will uh, return one day and basically set the whole world straight and there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. Well, that's going to happen, but I mean, even Jesus said while he was on this earth that even he doesn't know when that's going to happen. So, wait a minute. That, if that's the case, which it is, that's what Jesus did say that. It's recorded in the Bible and the scriptures. Then how are we to say, oh, you know, the end of the age of the world is going to come in, you know, 2012 or in 2000. <laughs> you get people taking, you know, vows of, you know, death and suicide packs, you know, uh, and stuff like that because they think that they, you know, the world's going to be over and we're just going to kill ourselves or whatever the case may be. There's this thing, Tim LaHaye did a book, talked about the end of the age, talked about the rapture and stuff. Well, the truth is, that's not really, really the truth. Rapture, that's a word that people made up over the last hundred years or so. Um... I guarantee you that was not in the mind of the author of that book, a revelation. Guarantee you 100% that wasn't in the mind of the one who wrote that book. And by the way, they don't know who wrote. Theologians don't know who wrote Revelation. They have no idea. They don't. So a lot of things that are said are really... Like I said a minute ago, theory. People think this. They want to, they get something out of scaring people to death. Now, has the world been corrupt for ages? Yes. Is it going to get any better? I doubt it. You know, but we don't know when the end is going to come. We have no idea. Nobody knows that. So, you know, try to live, you know, in a way that's helpful to each other. Be kind to people. Follow the golden rule. 
you know, do unto others as you want them to do unto you, right? Now, Jesus talked about that. Hey, you want to show that you love God? Okay, good. Jesus tells you there are only, there are two things that you can do. Two laws that you have to abide by. Two. And that is love God with all your heart, mind, strength. And the second one is likened to the first. Right? Love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. Two. Two laws that we really have to abide by. That's what Jesus said. But then you start looking at religion, they start telling you a whole other story. And that's a problem. So consider the source, guys. You know, consider the source. Uh, I think God wants us to live an easy life. I think he's infinitely gracious to us, right? If we were to judge each other by our own standard, we would probably put each other to death. Because human beings are generally unforgiving. Human beings are generally cruel to each other. uh, Dismissive of each other. And that's not how God is. God is none of those things. God is love. He's agape love, right? He loves us unconditional, which means that it don't matter what we do, how how we are, as long as we ask for forgiveness, God, please forgive me for what I did, blah, blah, blah. And you mean it in your heart, it's done. The Bible says that God will take that sin and cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. He'll never remember it. He will never remember it. See? Uh, And that's what, through Jesus Christ, God does that. But you got to believe that, right? But you can, you got a lot of people out there will tell you something else. They'll try to judge you. They'll try to throw you into, quote unquote, the lake of fire and everything else. But the truth is, Jesus don't talk about none of that stuff, right? Uh, so just keep in mind, you know, there are lots of things out there that people say doesn't make them true. It could be your local pastor could be your local theologian, your Bible study teacher. Well, I'd encourage you all to just study for yourself. Study the Bible. Look at the scriptures and see what it says. Get a Bible you can read. You might say, oh, Chris, I don't never understood the Bible. Yeah, that's the King James Version. You don't understand, but they got a whole lot of versions out there. They got the New International Version, easy to read. They got the New American Standard Version, easy to read. They got the Living Word, it's just like regular language, easy to read. And they got the, they got lots of, they got lots, they got the Message Bible, super easy to read, everyday language. So you can find a resource, you can find a Bible that's going to be easy to read and you can understand it and stuff. Get into a good Bible-based church, good Bible study, and then see, see where the Lord takes you. You know, look into it. You know, see what's going on.
because I guarantee you, you know, once you start doing that kind of work and studying for yourself, you'll come into understanding what is God about? Who is God? What is he up to with the world? You know, maybe unplug from the TV a bit and then look into, uh, you know, self-study. Right. I guarantee you, you'll find the answers you need, maybe not overnight, but you'll find them. God will lead you to what you need to know about him. And I think that that's an absolute truth, right? So now hopefully that helped in this segment right here. Um, And the next segment, I'm going to talk to you guys about some spiritual stuff and opening portals and things like that and what they are and how to stay away from it. All right. See you in a second. The last segment of what is God up to? What's God doing? Well, there are lots of things that God instructs us not to do, right? To stay away from the practices of the Canaanites, right? Of ancient, the ancient world, right? Well, a lot of those practices were demonic. Uh, A lot of those practices that God forbade the children of Israel, the Hebrews, to stay away from or for basically for their own good. Don't do these things because if you do, something bad's going to happen, right? Uh, most of the Old Testament in the Bible is talking about stuff like that, right? So there are detestable practices God tells you to, not to do, and there are reasons for this. It's the same thing, because if you do, something bad's going to happen. You're going to regret it. Right. And so he does this for your protection. Right. And so lots of times in history, people go ahead and do these things and bad stuff happens. Right. They can't undo. One of the things that I want to touch on and talk about real quick for a few minutes is basically when you're dealing with uh, practices, certain types of practices like spell work. Right. What does that mean? Well, you know, witchcraft right? Stay away from that stuff. You can open up portals, spiritual portals, having a hard time talking, (laughs) that create things to show up. What is a portal? Well, basically, it's a, uh, think of a spiritual tunnel, right? That opens up from one dimension to another. Right. So people say that we're in the third dimension, right? Where you can move around and touch things and see things, right? Physical. But there are other dimensions. There are supposedly 11 dimensions, and I do believe that is true. And so you can actually call in spiritual things from other dimensions. And you know, a lot of times people do it and they don't know it, like holding certain rituals, right? Like satanic stuff, right? You can do it and it can be a problem for you and create spiritual problems. And then all of a sudden you got a lot of stuff going on in your house, 
you know, why am I depressed or feeling anxious, suicidal, or things might be moving around in your house and nobody's touching them, but they're obviously moving around. Um, maybe your keys are coming up missing and nobody's there but you. How did your keys come up missing, right? Maybe other things are going on in your house that make no sense in the world. Maybe you're seeing shadows, right? Uh, Red-eyed monsters, you know? Ghosts, right? Maybe you're seeing things that scare the hell out of you in your house. Well, that, that means that you've got portals opening up in your house. Somehow, somebody opened up a portal. And they did something that they weren't supposed to do. And then now you, you're you there. You moved in or somebody did it without your knowledge. You know, maybe they operated a Ouija board or something. And then now you got a portal opened up in your house. Well, these things can be deadly. They can make you sick, cause you to die, be ill. You know, they can do lots of things to you. And so, you know, be aware of that. You can have so many problems happen in your life and you can trace it all the way back to spiritual portals being opened up, right? So be careful, you know, consulting the dead. That's a bad thing. Uh, that's a portal. Um, and, you know, now there is a way to do that, but it's not something that you should, quote unquote, seek out to do sometimes people get in touch with um, people who have passed on I think that is absolutely possible but in God all things are possible right uh, but there's a difference from God allowing something to happen like that and you're, you or, or you reaching back and trying to practice something in order to create or conjure up somebody to show up, right? That's another thing. That's that's crossing the line, see? That's bad. You know, that, that creates lots of problems and you can't control what's going to come out. Uh, you can't come out. You can't, you cannot, you cannot undo certain things. Right. And so just be mindful of that. You know, when things happen in your house, and in your life, maybe you get sick and you don't know why you're sick. There's no reason why you're sick, but you are. Could be. You know, somebody opened up a portal. You know, and now you got to deal with the repercussions of this thing. Right. Um, I had a situation a long time ago where somebody did that. Their whole house was haunted. And uh, they were basically, their house is built on a burial ground. Um, lots of slaves were buried in that location. And they usually, you know, didn't tell people what happened. You know, like, oh, there's a burial ground right here. The developers don't care. They just want to build something to make money so that's what happened in this scenario and this lady had 
ghosts all in her house. And on top of that, she was practicing witchcraft. She had a pinnacle, pinnacle around her neck. And so it created problems. And so I think, you know, or I know rather, that that, that, will, that will be very difficult to, to, to deal with, you know, to close those types of things. It's very hard once you open a spiritual portal like that to close it. So keep in mind all of those things are super, super important um, for you all to know that. And uh, you can bless your house and you can try to mitigate portals being open in your house. You can bless it with um, certain types of things and it will help. Um, Holy water, you can make that, get regular water and you can bless it by praying over it. Anybody can do it. And uh, as long as you're saved, which is you're baptized and you have Christ in your life, then you have power, right? God grants you that. You have then authority to deal with stuff that comes up. And so you can pray over some water, put salt in it, shake it up, spread it around your house, read the scriptures and pray and command whatever it is in your house to leave. Open up the door and it has to get out of there. Um, and so you have that power. God gives, the, gives you that power and that ability, that authority to do that. Everybody does, right? Every believer has that authority. So there are things you can do if there's a portal open up in your house, right? But the idea is to stay away from that stuff. The idea, right, is to stay away from it because, you know, you don't want any problems. You don't want things to go cray-cray in your house because if they do, all kinds of bad stuff will happen. You know, you could lose your mind, you know. You lose your peace of mind. Uh, you lose your sanity. Hearing voices. Just all kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, so seeing things, just all kinds of things. So you, you just want to stay away from that, right? And uh, basically live a life that's free of all that. And so that's kind of what I want to tell you today on this, in this segment. And uh, hopefully this stuff helped you out. Um, if you have any problems or you want to talk, you can talk to me. Um, my phone number is 540-421-2249 and my website is christimesministries.wordpress.com or you can reach me via Instagram, christimesma. Chris, Christopher underscore times underscore M-A on Instagram. And uh, we can chat. Or you can email me at christimesma at gmail.com. Y'all have a blessed day. Bye-bye.